0: When it comes to investing in innovation, trust the experts. Robo Global provides laser-focused investment portfolios that deliver access to robotics, AI, and healthcare innovation globally. The H-Tech portfolio captures the technologies transforming the medical space, providing unique exposure to best-in-class companies. Investors, turn to this diversified approach backed by research from the experts. Learn more today at RoboGlobal.com slash HTEC.
2: Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Rotoviz highlight reel, brought to you by MyBookie, the official sports book of Rotoviz Radio. On the highlight reel, we feature the top articles on Rotoviz.com and get an extended insight into the writer's process and findings. For those of you who don't know, Rotoviz is a sports data and analytics site that publishes over 1,000 articles per year and has a suite of more than 20 proprietary apps generally on the show we've been talking through specific articles but i mentioned those proprietary apps and today on the show i'm delighted uh, that we're going to be talking in detail about the actual apps and how they work and what goes in to making them as great as they are and i didn't announce myself at the top of the show my name is colin kelly you can find me on twitter at overtime ireland and Today, as I mentioned, discussing those Rotoviz apps that I talk about on all my RV podcasts. But I'm delighted to be joined by one of the men that is uh, really the heart and soul of the team uh, and getting these apps up and board for you to use on the website. It is Josh ADHD. Uh, you'll know him on Twitter at Fantasy ADHD. So, uh, Josh, it's my pleasure. I've had you on my own podcast a number of times, but it's my pleasure to, to talk uh, in depth about the Rotoviz apps today.
3: Yeah, it's good to be on. It's um, it, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, kind of talking about the nuts and bolts that go into the app building process, and you know how these things work, because I, I'm sure people are really curious. I know I was at one time of, you know, how the app <laughs> was put together and you know what made them tick. And thankfully now I've been able to play with them enough and and rebuild quite a few of them so that I know how they tick. So this will be a fun
2: talk. Yeah, so you used to wonder how they were made, and now you've just uh kind of re- revamped them and made them even better than they were originally. So it's going to be interesting to, to get your thoughts on it. So let's start at the very uh, basic step of it. How are the Rotoviz apps built?
3: Yeah, so they're, they're all built on R. And if you're not familiar with R, R is like, think of Excel, but on steroids. So it's a programmatic version of R, or of Excel, where you write code, and the code does what Excel would do. It runs spreadsheets, it'll do different mathematic manipulations. It'll scrape the web if you want to scrape the web. It can do a lot of different things. I would say it's kind of similar to Python in that regard, if if you know what Python is. So we we build the apps in R, and then we run um, a front-end or a package for R called Shiny. And Shiny is what makes R look pretty on the web. So when you interface with a Rotoviz app, you're, you're interfacing with Shiny. And Shiny takes all the manipulations that happen in the R software, all the code, and package it, and, you know, they make the charts. The Shiny will make all the data tables that go into the apps, and all the interactions, all the inputs that go into the apps, it handles that as well. So how do we get the data into the apps? That's another interesting question. So once upon a time, a lot of the apps were just built on tables that were, or you know, CSV files that you might put into Excel that are just pulled into R and then manipulated. Um, over the past, I'd say year, we have kind of migrated over to SQL systems. So, if you know what SQL is, it's a Microsoft database system. Um, we use a, a specific flavor of that; it's called uh, Postgres SQL, and we use that that version of it just because it's one, it's free, and two, it happens to handle the databases that we need to use to run the apps. So, where do we get our data? That's a good question. So. We run one data set from Armchair Analysis. Uh, We have a subscription to that, and so we're able to get their data updates on a weekly, daily basis, however frequently we we need those, and that runs the majority of the apps. Sometimes we want to pull in some extra data that the Armchair data set does not have. Uh, We have a data set that we run called NFLDB, and that's a Python data set, and it's freely available. You can go out on Google and search for NFLDB. It's a single word. And you can see how to set that up if you want to run your own NFL database and use that information to kind of create your own calculations and your own charts or whatnot. So we run those two databases. They feed all of the NFL apps, and from there we create magic.
2: Yeah, it's pretty – I just – as you were talking there – and. I know a lot of the listeners might have been in the same boat. I know there's some people out there who build their own apps, I'm sure, too, and they are just absolutely fascinated by it. There's little bits and pieces. I felt a little bit like, uh, if, I don't know if you've seen the film Limitless with uh, Bradley Cooper, but I feel oh, like yeah. I needed to take one of those pills and then I would understand everything that was uh, going on. But I, I was uh, following along there, lots of uh, cool information. I really was interested. And obviously when we're looking at these, they're on road and They're not just being thrown up there with absolutely no data behind them. The data on Rotoviz always is there to back it up. And obviously, you can sign up for an NFL pass on Rotoviz, which you can get right now for 30% off through the podcast. It is available through the podcast homepage, rotoviz.com forward slash podcast. Your subscription gives you unlimited access to all of our NFL content and tools. And also, it supports the pod. So be sure and sign up. Give that 30% discount for the NFL pass at rotoviz.com forward slash podcast. And, of course, you're going to get uh, these awesome apps as well as we continue to wander through this show. So as the season goes on, what is uh, kind of the, the update schedule for the NFL apps in season? I know sometimes people will be uh, on Twitter and so on looking for the, the instant update once the games have almost ended. It, uh, it takes a little bit longer than that.
3: Yeah, in some cases it does. Now, like I said, we, we have two different data sets. One data set usually takes about you know four to six hours after games complete for it to update and then us to be able to pull what's called present day or real-time information from them. Uh, the other data set is, is pretty much live. So as, as data is added to NFL.com, we're able to, you know, pull that into that data set and roll live with it, uh, as frequently as we want to update that. So the schedule that we've set up for the apps right now is, is they update overnight, um, on Thursday, so going into Friday morning, they'll update overnight then, they'll update overnight from Sunday to Monday morning, and then they'll update overnight again from Monday into Tuesday morning. So after each series of games wraps up over the weekend, the long weekend, uh, the apps will go pull the new data sets in, incorporate that into the database, and then refresh all the apps with new data. Now, some of the apps uh, update even more frequently than that. And you know We're going to talk about the uh, game-long scoring projections shortly or game level scoring projection shortly, those apps update pretty much every four hours. And we do that because they incorporate some um, information from, from Vegas totals and Vegas spreads that really can impact how those apps uh, present data. So we try to update those more frequently so they get you know as, as recent of information from sportsbooks as, as we can get so that the user has the best outlook on what they can do for the weekend.
2: Yeah, and obviously, uh, you know, looking at these apps and what we're thinking with them, is there any in particular that you find uh, in-season to be the most beneficial out of them?
3: Yeah, so, you know, I find that the game-level scoring projection apps for, you know, the different positions, I think they're really the most useful for me, and, and they're really unique, and I think that's why I find them the most useful.
2: Yeah, I've been using them uh, on the, the Road of his Beat uh, podcast the last couple of weeks. It was something that was suggested and on Twitter to use them to give kind of against the app, give what I thought was actually going to be the, where they hit the median, hit the low score and so on. And I've been using them as well as I as play on Draft. And I've been mentioning on the podcast here. They are a sponsor of the Highlight Reel podcast, and that is Draft. You can get their app just by searching Draft, or else you can play online at playdraft.com. I do tend to play in the online version. Uh, it's just... A lot of work, as I mentioned on the other shows that I do at my computer, so it makes it very, very simple and If you sign up now and play, you can use the promo code rv radio you 'll get a free uh, entry into a contest with your first deposit it 's a lot of fun it is a snake draft format kind of mixed with weekly dFs so you do your normal snake draft, like your redraft league, and then you just set it and forget it. And uh, then you roll up and uh, see the points rolling at the weekend. And if you can finish on top uh, off the leaderboard, you'll uh, enter in and uh, win yourself the prize there. So it is something that I, I've enjoyed throughout the season. And uh, again, that promo code is RV Radio uh, as you sign up to PlayDraft.com. Have you uh, jumped aboard PlayDraft at all this season yet, Josh?
3: Oh, yeah, I have. I've, I've done it uh, a few weeks. It, it, you're right. It, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's super simple because, I mean, five minutes, you're done. And it's, um, you know, it's easy to get pulled into a lot of drafts or it's easy to play as little as you want. If you have, you know, say 15, 20 minutes to spare and you want to get a little bit of money and play and, I they make it really easy to do that. It's been a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, it's a bit like, I know, like, uh, I'm in quite a few uh, basketball leagues with you, MFL 10, some during the offseason, and it kind of mixes that along with the DFS, where you're setting it based on a salary cap, and then, but you still only pick your players, and those players have to perform. In this situation, you can pick a few extra players and see who performs uh, at the weekend for you. So it is a lot of fun. So uh, jump aboard there at playdraft.com or download that app in the App Store. Uh, so obviously we mentioned the GLSP app or the Game Log Scoring Projection app. Uh, how necessarily does that uh, work as you uh, dive into the data, and then of course, what makes them so effective?
3: Yeah. So what's what's really interesting about it is um, I find is that it pulls in you know game comps of, of players that I would not have thought about. Let's say you know for instance this weekend if I'm looking to play Brett Hundley, um, and I, I kind of tailor the let's say the the data search based on some things that Aaron Rodgers may have done in the past, then, you know, I do end up getting a lot of, of comps for Aaron Rodgers. Um, one other way I could use that is I could say, okay, well, I, I, Brett Huntley doesn't have a lot of game experience in season, so what if I use Aaron Rodgers as my prototype and I scale, back, uh, I scale back the number of passes he throws to, you know, let's say 60% of what he might normally play. Let's say they run a little bit scale back offense. So I could, you know, basically search all of Aaron Rodgers' history Um, you know, let's say from 24 to 30 attempts, just, you know, kind of on the lower end of his scale and maybe get an idea of what Huntley might do if he plays pretty similar to Aaron Rodgers, but just doesn't have quite the passing volume. So it's pretty interesting because it can go back through history and it it looks back through the last five years, uh, back through 2012, and pulls every comparable game in there and does um, some wizardry. I'll put it at that secret recipe to find which games players have played in the past that most closely match the game that the player is about to play. And it's based on a, a lot of different factors. Um, I would say probably 15 different factors that it measures in finding these closest comps to what the player is about to play. And in doing so, I you know, I think it, it comes up with an excellent set of, of, of comps for a player in a game. And if you click over, especially on the QB Uh, GLSP, and we haven't rolled some of these features out to the other positions yet, but on the QB GLSP, now you can go and look at a viz of the data that's being presented uh, in the tables. So one table will show you the comps for a player, and then if you click on the viz tab, it can show you a real quick distribution of what those comps look like. So really quickly, you can kind of frame what a player will probably do in the situation that he's in based on the inputs that you've given the app. And it's Having worked with the app now, I have even more confidence in it. That it's given me a very realistic projection of what a player will do on a weekly basis. It's really, really cool.
2: Yeah, and it's also, you know, when you when you give it to a computer and it's just putting in the data, it takes out that kind of your your emotions, what you really think is going to happen. You, you know, it takes out the narrative of the game script and so on. Sometimes, so it does give you a real, real uh, definitive look at what's going to happen. You mentioned as well with the the visual aspects. It's on some of the updates on the on the quarterback model. Uh, I know on Twitter, obviously. Uh, if anyone is following you on Twitter, at FantasyADHD, you'll see that there's a lot of visual uh, aids. You know, I, I like when the information is put up there in, in the visual format. It makes it very, very simple to see. Uh, is that there something that obviously that you've had a, an impact on, in, And is that something that's going to be rolled across uh, the rest of the GLSP apps?
3: Yeah, it will roll across the rest of the GLSP apps. There's uh, some, I would say, secret recipe, um, I not want to say disagreement, but discussions that are going on in the background <laughs> about, you know, do we need to fine-tune the calculations that exist at all? I think the calculations are in really good shape, but, you know, typically when I get my hands on something, I always ask the question, well, is there anything we could do to make it better? Can we make it more accurate? You know, can we add any features that will make this data more consumable? And that's what led to the visualization on the QB app. So, you know, the features that you that you see now on the GLSP QB app will be rolled into the running back wide receiver tight end um, probably within the next four weeks. So I would like to get it done sooner. Unfortunately, I've got, you know, a day job that kind of takes up the majority of my time. I do this in my spare time. And, you know, I I think we're really close on a lot of the other apps and there's probably just a couple of small hurdles to get over. And then it'll be rolled out in running back, wide receiver and tight end.
2: Yeah, and you mentioned calculations, and uh, you also mentioned the Green Bay Packers, and my calculations this past week did not go to plan, obviously, a Packers fan, and I had uh, thought that the Packers, with the, the injuries and so on to the Vikings, would uh, you know, have a nice easy win as they headed to Minnesota last week, and that really, in the early first quarter, turned on its head as Aaron uh, Rodgers got injured, but... I had a, a, a nice little wager on the Packers to win last week, and it just did not work out for me. So last week, fantasy did not really go my way, but uh, although the Packers did lose, I still ended up uh, with the bookies. And the bookie that I use is MyBookie. You can check them out at mybookie.ag. And uh, they have the fastest online payouts, so a rock-solid reputation, and the cool thing is uh, with their live in-game live betting app. and. We're talking about like, you know, things running smoothly like the apps on Rotoviz. will, Well, uh, pretty much everything runs smoothly at mybookie.ag. They are the ones that I use and I would only plug them if they were the agency that I run through. So uh, I just want to let everyone know that if you sign up and... They will match your deposit with up to 100% bonus and they also throw in a $25 chip to use in their casino as well. And their casino has pretty much everything you find in a a regular real-life casino when you walk in those doors. So uh, get involved, uh, play some blackjack, play some roulette and uh, that $25 free chip. It could turn into something very, very nice for you. The only downside to this is it does end this weekend. This is the last week of the 100% bonus and the $25 chip. So if you want to jump in this week before it ends and uh, runs out, make sure you use the code ROTO radio, that is R O T O radio, and uh, sign up and they will throw in that up to a 100% bonus and a $25 chip. So make sure you get in, that is mybookie.ag, and uh, best of luck. Uh, hopefully, you're uh, able to tweet me to say that you've won yourself some serious cash after this weekend. Uh, so, obviously, you mentioned as well uh, the GLSP app. Is there any other apps that, uh, you know, you, you really like to, to give a little bit of a highlight to here on the show?
3: Well, yeah, I think, um, you know, we recently refreshed the uh, Adjusted Yards Per Attempt app, the uh, AYA app. And it's a it's a super simple app in its presentation in that, you know, you can look up, a let's say, a quarterback. You look up Tom Brady and you can see of uh, the pass catchers that have had, you know, a – past a threshold of targets, you know, who's the most productive out of his group from an adjusted yards per attempt perspective. So if you're curious about AYA and how that calculation is performed, uh, it's effectively, you know, the number of yards that the player receives and the touchdowns are multiplied by, I think 45 and then the, uh, or sorry, by 20, and then interceptions are subtracted 45. So what it tries to do is frame productivity of a quarterback or a wide receiver, all encompassing. So the yards the touchdowns and the interceptions that are committed to that player uh, kind of tidied up in a nice number and then divided by the number of attempts or targets really ca- that are committed to those players. So, you know, I find that's really interesting that you can typically find players that fly under the radar, that are super productive with a quarterback. And maybe, you know, they come into a situation where they're going to get a lot more volume all of a sudden. So we'll, we'll talk about a player like Marvin Jones Jr. right now who looks to step into the limelight in week eight with Golden Tate on the shelf for a few weeks. So we could go to the AYA app and look at how Marvin Jones has performed with Matt Stafford and kind of come up with, you know, a really rough estimate of what his production might be without Golden Tate. Now, granted, we could also do that in the Game Splits app, which is also super handy for a situation like this. So, you know, what's really awesome about the Rotavist suite of apps is that you can take five or six different cuts at a situation and kind of put together an ensemble model, all of your own, of how a player or how a team might perform on a week.
2: Yeah, it really go All the apps, uh, you can mold them together into different ways to give you a real uh, super rounded out picture. And, you know, you mentioned the AYA app at the start of the season, two players that uh, I seen very early on that were... Uh, getting a lot of, you know, help me really in the early season to to win some daily games and so on. It was uh, Chris Hogan uh, of the Patriots who started off in week one and although he, I think he only had one catch in week one and uh, then after that uh, they played the Saints and you can see, with I think he had a, one of the highest area uh, attempted air yards that particular week. So him and uh, the other one then, Richard Matthews, last season and at the start of this season again, working with Marcus Mariota in Tennessee, uh, showed that he was obviously, uh, Mariota's kinda number one target to be going to there. So there's lots of little things you can find out and maybe be a couple of weeks ahead off the curve. So it's uh, always great to be able to dive into that on the AYA app. So uh, any other uh, projects that's uh, obviously coming up in the works um, as we move forward heading in? Even even maybe heading into next season, what can we expect over, the, let's say, the next uh, eight to ten months uh, with the Rotoviz apps?
3: Yeah, you know, right now we're, we're just starting NBA season, so we'll be refreshing our NBA apps over the next probably two to three weeks. As the season gets rolling, that's going to be our NBA splits app. That's going to be the shot chart, shot chart visualization app where we can actually see where shots are being taken from the court and what a team's efficiency might be. And then we'll probably also be refreshing the uh, – the Vegas app, effectively what it is, it's, it's, pace and, it's a projected pace app, but it incorporates a lot of Vegas information and projected pace. Um, and we'll be refreshing that app as well. So, you know, either daily players or seasonal players that are into NBA can check out the suite of apps that, we're to, that we have developed and are starting to refresh and get a handle on, you know, what's going on on a day to day basis on the NBA. So we'll be refreshing those. Uh, the GLSP apps, obviously, we're going to be we're going to finish out that suite of tools. And then we also need to do a little bit of an update on the Streaming D app. That's going to be coming up, say, in the next week to help players
2: out. And uh, obviously, as well, um, something that has been updated as the season has progressed, as well as the, the Bilo app. I know you've been working on that.
3: Yeah, the Bilo app's completed. So it, it updates uh, at the same frequency that the GLSP apps update. And so now you can go and check your Bilo information whenever you can and be assured that it's, you know, it's up to date, ready to go for whatever situation you want to observe
2: yeah and the, nothing nothing better than buying a player uh, at their lowest point and see them uh, move back up the table again and uh, increase in value particularly in dynasty leagues always something that i i'm trying to do uh, on a weekly basis as the, as the season progresses and uh, one last question, and I know it's something that I see on Twitter a lot because I, I run the Rotovis uh, Radio page. Sometimes I get hit with them. Sometimes I get the emails to to at Gmail dot com, and uh, they'll be coming my way and saying uh, about an, any issues with the apps and maybe updates. And that uh, what what goes into uh, any issues? You know, when you have to correct uh, something, maybe that's not right. Uh, and behind the scenes, and the other part of it, then of course, is if there is something wrong, uh, what can the listeners to the show do uh, when they see that there's an app not working? What can they do to, to try and get that information passed on to, to somebody like yourself?
3: Yeah, so the the probably the quickest way from from an app perspective is if you run into a problem where maybe an app's crashing, maybe you know you just have a question about the data maybe not looking right for some reason. You know, it app building is not an exact science. I break so many eggs building apps because it's just part of the business unfortunately and sometimes I'll, when i add a feature um, it's a little bit too much of a feature and causes some bugs so if you run into an issue i would probably tweet the rotoviz account first and let them know that you know this particular app is having the issue you can also tweet at me fantasyadhd and let me know the same thing so that's probably going to be the quickest way to reach one of us and then you know once that's assimilated into the rotoviz sphere we'll call it that Um, we typically talk behind the scenes and get things ironed out pretty quick so I would say you know Twitter's going to be the quickest thing you can do to get a hold of somebody that can make something happen with an app
2: yeah and of course uh, if you're reaching out on Twitter always be nice said in a nice way Don't don't just jump in there and uh, give out to Joyce for something not working. And I know behind the scenes as well uh, in the Road of His Slack chat, a lot of the time any issues like that will be picked up by uh, a member of the Road of His team prior to uh, anyone else really ever noticing. So we try and get them fixed as quick as possible and always know that Joyce is working quickly and swiftly behind the scenes to, to get everything up and running again. And uh, with that, it's going to do us for today's edition of the Road of His Highlight Reel brought to you by Draft and MyBookie.ag my name's colin kelly you can find me on twitter at overtime ireland and uh, my guest today has been rotavis.com writer and uh, great uh, app worker behind the scenes here uh, josh and you can find him on twitter at fantasy adhd it's been a pleasure josh having you on the show
3: i appreciate you having me on colin
2: and until the rotavis highlight reel comes back later in the week uh, for the thursday edition i think dave Caven is on uh, hosting duty this week have a good one Thanks for listening to the Rotoviz Highlight Ring. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Video Podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Contact us via email at rotovizradio gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at rotovizradio. And remember, you can always support the by subscribing to Rotoviz and a 30 percent discount through the Radio homepage at forward slash podcast.
0: Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is,
2: you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mold along. lawn ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn tell people to stay off the lawn compare it to your neighbor's lawn and complain about having to mow the lawn again good news is
0: it's easy to bundle home and auto through progressive and save on your car insurance which of course will go right into the lawn progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers discount not available in all states or situations geico presents yikes another voicemail from your roommate Sup, roomie? Hey, a pipe burst in the basement. It's completely flooded. Anyway, I called for someone to fix it, but in the meantime, I was thinking we could finally have that indoor pool party we've always wanted. I got some cool swan floaty things already going. Could you pick up some chips on your way home? Later. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if your roommate isn't the brightest pool float in the flooded basement. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Sugar Ray Leonard. Roberto Duran.
1: and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.